0: contractor's journey to self-mastery requires discipline, integrity, and respect. Welcome to Hammer and Grind. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Brad Hebner, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric Triplett, and welcome to Hammer and Grind, a podcast built for contractors, real contractors, true stories, real solutions. If this is your first time here and you get some value from this episode, please do us a favor, leave us a review, tell us what you like, what you don't like, and uh, share it with another contractor, try and help them out. If you want to get some more interaction with like-minded contractors, check us out in our free Facebook group called The Contractor Profit Group. There's lots of great conversations happening in there. And if you're just tired of being sick and tired, missing games when working all the time, missing games with your kids, working all the time, check out our paid coaching group called The Profit Club. All kinds of weekly coaching calls, training, webinars, all kinds of great things happening in there. If you want to take your business to the next level, check that out. You can find out more information at hammerandgrind.com forward slash The Profit Club. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that I think just about every one of us struggle with. It's two steps forward, one step back. This is really
1: interesting. And it's gonna go sideways on us a little bit, Brad, because when I started thinking about this title and and how we could use it in the podcast, I, for me it was ticking the needle. I was like, what does that mean to me? You know, how, how do I use that in my life, in my business, and in, in my hobbies? And it's to me, I'm like, it's a ticking the needle statement. And then so I like Googled it real quick to just to kind of look up to see like maybe where it came from, you know, how long people have been using it. And it really the way it was described, I was yesterday when I thought of this, but the way it was described was like not a good thing. It wasn't like, hey, we're ticking the needle two steps forward, one step back. It was, hey, this is what people say when they're upset about the way things are going. And I was like, what? That's exactly 100%. I mean, 180 degree opposite of what I was thinking. And then suddenly this is becoming a mindset podcast to me, not a tick the needle.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, I think there's all kinds. I've I've seen... Quotes and stuff like that where people use certain quotes or use certain sayings and the original intent was not what it was meant for. You know what I mean? Just like you said, at some point, it just got 180 turned. And now it's more about, you know, pacifying our misery, basically. It's, it's horrible. I'm, I was super upset when I read that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, am
1: am something wrong with me? Because I'm thinking bad shit's positive. I mean, it, it was really weird to me.
0: Yeah maybe one of these days you'll be able to fix that notification on your <laughs> <laughs> this,
1: this is literally this is literally exactly what i'm talking about right now two steps forward one step back so that notification that you just heard was from the outlook calendar that we just like got uh, you know loaded up but it was last time you heard it on the podcast it was my texts coming up on my computer and so i was like we got to get these notifications off but here it is look I got a new computer, you know, while we were in Colorado, it landed. They were fixing it for me when I, when I got home, I started using it to me. I'm definitely two steps forward. I have more data. I have a bigger screen. You know, it's faster that, 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 right. That's my mindset. But now I have to get a new adapter and I have to, you know, the notifications are coming in differently. And then I I don't, my Zencaster things, you know, I I was on a Zoom call the other day and I wanted to share my screen, but my preferences wouldn't allow it. And I couldn't figure it out in the middle of the call. So I was like, hey, I'm going to have to, I'll text you those pictures later. And we just kept talking about, you know, what we were doing. But to me, I'm still like, I'm bothered by all those little things. There are little setbacks, but I'm still one step forward, even though I'm a step back, because I took two steps forward. That's my mindset.
0: And we're not officially sponsored by Zencaster or Zoom. (laughs) Yet. Yet. Uh. (laughs) So, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, there's obviously anytime you get new tech, you're going to have things you got to figure out and all that stuff. So, so how does this apply to our contracting businesses? In other words, what, what was your thought on the mindset aspect of it in our business? I mean, we obviously, we all know there's ups and downs in businesses, right? If you've had a business for more than one day, you've had some kind of ups and downs. So, I mean, what are you thinking as far as the mindset aspect of it in that capacity of two steps forward, one step back? Well, I think just realizing that you might, you might have a negative attitude
1: uh, or negative thought process, just by realizing that could change things, you know, it changes your stress level. Cause If you let these, you know, these steps back that are uh, hitting you in whatever facet of your business, uh, if you let those negative things, you know, really get inside your mind, get inside your heart, it's just, it's like a trashy place to be. You know, if you're like, okay, I got to handle that. Here's another hurdle, but gosh, look how much farther forward I am than I was yesterday, last week, last month, last year, last five years, you know? So as long as we're ticking that needle and still making steps forward, I used to get stressed about stuff and I'd be walking around stressed all the time. about certain things and me less than a lot of people. I just think I have better control of it now than I used to, which is great.
0: Well, I think you also have, you know, great perspective based on your past that you have been able to realize like what's really important and what's not. You know, yesterday, for example, my wife and I are trying to buy some property to uh, build on. It's not like, you know, immediate thing. Like we have to do it by in six months. I mean, we've been looking for over a year and where I'm at, it's kind of difficult to find property. It's not way overpriced, especially in this market. And a a thing came up yesterday. It was like 25 acres wooded. It was like perfect what we were looking for. And around here, I mean, no joke, within eight hours of a listing, it will sell, right? So you have to like be Johnny on the spot. Like if a listing comes up, you have to like immediately make decisions. And so, you know, I got all stressed out about it because it's like, oh, here, here it is, it's is perfect. And so after work, you know, I was able to go by there and look at the property and walk it. And then as soon as I got there and looked at it, I was like, oh, this, this ain't going to work for us. It just wasn't the way it was the layout and the terrain, everything wasn't going to work. So, you know, it's, for us, that was two steps forward, one step back, right? two steps forward. Oh, we found some property. It's going to be perfect. I was calling the bank, checking on the loan and all that stuff. And then we get out there and look at it. And it's like, no, you're not going to get this. And so now it's back. To, and really, it's more like one step forward, one step back. I mean, we're back to square one and we didn't. I, I, I disagree with you right there. I
1: really do. Because now your mind is, is now you've made motion. like You actually put foot foot on the ground, you put boots on the ground on a property, you're walking and, and now you're getting different perspective. And now it's like embedded in you deeper. So even though like on paper or you know from sky view it might look that, you know, one step forward, one step back, your mindset is is now engaged. You know, like your heart is more engaged. You know, I don't know if Ethan was with you, your little son was like walking around suddenly, he's engaged. And he might talk about it at dinner and now it becomes more in the forefront. So even though it's a micro step, it's still a step forward.
0: Well that's a good that's a good point and you're right. I mean yes it is it is because we found out some information with the loan that we didn't know previous, right? And so there's there's going to be some complications if if we try to go through our bank. And this is kind of stupid, but our bank if you do a like a construction loan cuz we're going to buy the land to build on. So if you do like a land/ slash, you know construction build loan, you have to have a general contractor built the house, right? Which is pretty obvious. However, it can't be you. I couldn't build my own house, even though I'm a general contractor. That's outrageous. Have you
1: have your (laughs) wife buy the land and
0: then (laughs) then she'll hire you?
1: I mean that's how it is. is,
0: We may we'll have to go through another bank that we did in the past. But anyways, so that's that's just an example of you know every day you come across stuff. Another thing that I've dealt with is uh, about a month or so ago, well it's probably been about six weeks now, but my office manager left and uh, ended up hiring another person. And they did, you know, they did fine. And then within like three weeks of starting, they started having some medical issues. And like last week or actually this Monday, this past Monday, he resigned. And it's not because he wanted to. It's because he's got all this medical thing. It's really an unfortunate situation. But as a result, I may have another opportunity with another person that may actually end up being a better fit. So that's kind of that two step forward, one step back, but really it might even be two steps forward, one step back and then three steps forward. You know what I mean? Like kind of that yeah. back and forth thing.
1: Yeah. You know, I, again like how can this how can this relate to your business? It's simply by having trying to have some more perspective. If you think that naturally you have that bad that bad vibe on the way you think about things. If you suddenly, if, I mean, hopefully you want to get more optimistic, right? That's the first thing you want to do is if you want to get more optimistic, then have start having a more optimistic mindset and start thinking about things differently. One of my favorite podcasts that I did for, you know, my, the Pond Digger podcast, I did a poll on my Instagram and I put on there three offensive moves, pond experts make three offensive moves And I wrote it out there as offensive. And then I was somehow, I was talking to someone about it and they read it and they read it as offensive, not offensive. It's spelled the same, right? But their their interpretation, their perspective of the word was offensive. I mean, offensive. So I did a poll on Instagram and it was like 75% of the people who read it were thinking Hey, what what are the three uh, offensive things that pawn experts do? I want to know what they are. But my my mindset was these are offensive moves that you can do as an expert to make your hobby better, to take care of people better for a customer service. But people were thinking a bit differently, so it's like I, I feel like hopefully this can change someone's mindset a little bit
0: to to be a little bit more optimistic and positive in their daily day to day. Yeah, well, I mean this 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 topic hits home for me, so. I, you know, the last couple of years for me has been, have been a mindset journey, a paradigm shift in my mindset and read a ton of books, talked to experts, got, you know, know, expert coaching on this subject. So it's something that I struggle with. And this year for me and my business has been very difficult, you know, with labor shortages, material shortage, all kinds of things that's happened. It's been a very difficult year. And so it is something that I struggle with to try and stay positive. In the midst of you know negativity and, and negative things happening in your business, so I mean this this topic hits home with me. I'm sure there's definitely been times where you know you've said, "Brad, quit being negative. You're too negative." <laughs> I mean, we've had our our disagreements and our arguments. Hundred percent. So maybe this is a secret way for you to maybe you're doing this on purpose to try and get into my own head. Oh, is that what your plan was? You figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) But this is real. This is real. I mean, I I'm not saying I'm not like an overachiever type person. Like everything's got to be perfect, and I got to you know be the best at everything. But I definitely want to win. I want to succeed. And so for me, I I do get frustrated whenever. And it's not like if I try something the first time and it doesn't work, I get upset and quit. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, when I've been doing stuff, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of tries or for years or things in my business that I haven't been able to completely master, I get frustrated. And when that happens, I start to get, I mean, realistically, I probably get depressed a little bit. And so, you know, I've had many conversations with my wife about this, but it's hard to stay motivated be persistent, have dedication when you're always constantly faced with adversity. And I think that's why a lot of businesses, not even construction businesses, but a lot of business owners fail is because they don't have the grit and persistence required to get through those hard times or they don't have coaching or they don't have mentorship or they don't have support system. Those are all important things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, being an entrepreneur or
1: being in business alone, I mean, it's it's rough. I mean, you get punched in the face all the time. Like, I feel like I got my ass royally kicked this week. It's only Thursday. I mean, I've been I've been in the gutter all week getting my ass kicked on different things. But, you know, just get up, dust myself off and move forward. It's still taking two more steps. So you're right. It is about grit. But, you know, they say that, you know, we've talked about it before, 96% of construction businesses fail within the first decade. And then you're like, When we looked up the the details of that, it's like, well, undercapital or, you know, lack of staff or all these other reasons, right? But what they didn't, it should have been grit. Like, hey, they didn't have enough grit to really pull it off. They didn't have enough, you know, mental fortitude to get punched in the face as much as they did and make it through. But they blame it on underfunding, undercapital or whatever, not having enough employees, all that shit.
0: Oh, there's all kinds of excuses. I mean, it can be, you know, the economy, Whatever. I think that that's, we all do that. It doesn't matter what it is. We all make excuses to make ourselves feel better. I, you know, it drives me nuts. I see like a Facebook post and someone posts something that they're struggling with. And it's like, clearly you made bad decisions here. Like it's completely obvious that you made a bad decision and the net result of that decision did not favor you. Yet you're on here complaining like the victim. And then everyone gets on and it's like, oh, you're, it's okay, Eric. You did a good, you know, you didn't do anything wrong and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you did. You screwed up. You need to own that. But we can get into that. You know, we use these things like, oh, well, keep grinding and keep going at it and, you know, do this and that. And that's, that's where that kind of that two steps, forward, one step back mentality comes from of trying to pacify someone because, well, it's tough, but you just got to keep putting one foot forward. You know, all these different things that we hear. A lot of that comes out of trying to make us feel better whenever we do something bad, when we screw up, when it's our fault.
1: Yeah, that's rough. The first time I did 75 hard, I failed on like day 70, maybe one or two. And I didn't realize I failed until like day 74. And it's because I didn't take this picture and, you know, I always did everything else. And I was, so, I was so pissed. I was so upset, you know, and I, I failed. I mean, I literally did a post on Instagram. I was like, here's my failure journey. And it showed day 70, you know, day one to day 70 shoe of, of the pictures. You know, and I had lost like 18 pounds. And, you know, I was like, I read a bunch of books and I was in this, I felt great and I had this great mindset. And then I was like, I failed. And all my friends were like, no, you didn't. Man, you look amazing. You did so good. Don't be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, that's exactly what the, the program is about is to change that mindset of not being so, you know, complacent or like, you know, just giving up so easy, but, but taking it as a win, right? But I, it's funny because I posted that and Andy Frisella saw it. It was when, when 75 Hard first came out. He saw it on the, on the hashtag and he actually shared it on his page. That's, that's how much it, it moved Andy. Like he's like, all right, respect, bro. You failed. Do it again, you know, but it, that's how people think
0: yeah I mean well that I would say that's kind of an extreme case, but because you obviously you did benefit from even with the failure you benefited right, so
1: it, it was still two steps forward, one step back though, but I sure but I was still tick the needle forward, I was still in a better place, better in my mind, better in my body, better in yeah. my whole my soul, my soul and my heart, everything
0: well, so I think it's important to point out that we're gonna make mistakes, we're gonna have two steps forward, one step back, right you're gonna have the setbacks, and i but I think and it, tell me if I'm wrong, Eric. But the the point of what you know you're trying to get at is that one, it's okay to have a step back, right? Have setbacks, but and two, it's okay to, to learn from those. Like you're going to have winning moments and learning moments in that, which are going to benefit you. So even though it maybe it may feel like a step back, in reality, it might be two steps forward. And then the three, the third thing is that we use it as an scapegoat to feel better about ourselves and not actually look at it for what it's worth. There may be a huge learning opportunity in there, just like the land buying you know, thing that we had. There was a learning opportunity in there. So we did learn and gain from that. So even though it may feel like a setback, it actually might be a net gain. For sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. I was going to go somewhere with that. There's no success without failure. You don't just wake up and you win, 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 win. Like you, there has to be failures, Right. And when well, there's
0: we, a song about that, all I do is win, win. <laughs> or no, that's not it.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's those losses, it's those step backs, it's those failures that give you the, the mental fortitude and the learning curve, you know, understanding of how to get those next two steps. Sometimes you can't get the next two steps without taking the step back to realize what it is, you know, where to get your grip, where to where to get your footing placement. You know, this is not a entrepreneurship's not a just a stairway to heaven. It's, it's like rock climbing, you know, like you're going to fall, you're going to, to figure out where, where's the next spot to grab, you know, what's the next tool you're going to use to get to the next level.
0: I'd like to compare it to shooting, if that's okay. I don't want to compare it to rock climbing. All right, let's do it to shooting. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I, I just, I think that one, we don't need to be hard on ourselves, right? Like it's going to happen. You're not going to avoid it all. You've heard the saying, fail forward, Right? Have you heard that yeah. saying, Eric? Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, that's a great saying, you know, fail forward. Any anybody who's had any success, whether it's moderate success or major success, talk to Jeff Bezos, you know, or whatever. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. They've if they get they have tons and tons and tons and tons of failure. Now, you know, somebody out there listening may say, Well, yeah, that's fine when you're a multi-billionaire, you can afford to make mistakes, right? One of the things that I always struggled with. And making mistakes is I, you know, I couldn't afford a financial mistake, a large financial mistake. Like I couldn't go forward to, you know, maybe buy a $10,000 piece of equipment and then not be able to use it or whatever may happen. And then all of a sudden I'm out all this money or I buy a really, really expensive vehicle and then it gets wrecked, which has happened to me twice. Actually, I've had two trucks totaled, you know, and you always lose whenever you get your truck totaled. So those are things that I was always scared of was like financial mistakes. But the thing is, is that even in those situations, it creates resilience and it creates opportunities to find new ways of doing things. You know, the, one of my favorite sayings is necessity is the mother of invention, right? We, we find ways to achieve when we're at our greatest deficit where we have to figure out something. We have to solve a problem because it's necessary for us to survive or to move on. And that's whenever we come up with our greatest wins, I believe. Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, it's it's built in. It's in like an innate thing that, that mankind is done with. So, you know, you said something about not having enough money to make those mistakes. And you refer, referred to Jeff Bezos. But, you know, Bezos started in his garage you know, you think he didn't have any setbacks? You know, like having enough shelves, and the shelves, maybe a shelving unit fell over, and then the computer network. to try and get it up. Like, you know, he built it from the garage. It's not. It's not like he was born into it. You know, that's what's a really crazy story about Bezos.
0: You know, I had a friend of mine. High school went to high school with him. He was a couple years younger than me. He played. We played soccer together, and he started his own e-commerce business out of his garage. And he had a really, really good corporate. He he went in the military he actually went to college and then he went into the Marines as an officer. And when he got out, he had a really good corporate job in logistics at a very prominent business here, local that's nationwide. And anyways, he started his e-commerce business in his garage and everybody thought that was great because it was a side business. But then when he made the decision, he's like, I'm quitting my corporate job to do this full time. Everyone told him he was stupid and he was nuts, right? Like that's, that's never going to work. It's, you know, nothing. And, I was fortunate enough to kind of see him through his journey because he would call me and be like, hey, I need some shelves. I need you to build some shelves. I need to build some tables, you know, shipping tables, all these different things. And I kind of saw his journey as he moved from his garage and then they moved to a bigger house and then it was in his bigger garage and then he moved to a small warehouse space and then to a medium warehouse space and then to a large where, you know, I just kind of see his journey. And now he's a multimillionaire. That's one of news. the fastest growing. He's one of the fastest growing companies in Indiana. That's I mean, like awesome. shattered all kinds of records and everyone, his family, his friends all told him he was stupid for quitting his corporate job.
1: But that's not what they do now. They're like, I knew it was in you. I knew you had it. I'm so proud of you. I knew you were making the right decision <laughs> back then. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. Well, yeah.
0: It, it's also because it, we, people don't want to see, we don't want to think about our, You know, our lives sucking because we chose not to make a difference or to go for it. Right. So, whenever we see one of our friends or something start to have success, it's like, wait a minute, I don't want you to have success because if you have, if you're just like me and you have success, then that means that I'm just being a lazy turd. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just another mindset podcast right there because, you
1: know, and then, then when you do succeed, they're like, oh, you changed, you're a different person. You're like, fuck, yeah, I am. I changed. I got my ass kicked and I learned and I grew and I climbed this mountain. You know, like, yeah, I'm a different person. Like, you're still sitting in your garage, drinking beer, not, not trying to better yourself. You're the same person. And why are you going to be mad at me? And like, I'm the bad guy, you know? Like, that, that's how it happens too.
0: Well, and that, the reason I brought that up is because you can have that same two steps forward, one step back situation with friends and family. Right. Where you 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 think you're having success. And then here comes along your spouse or your parents or your children or whatever. And it's like, hey, you know, what you're doing is great and all, but it's not, you know, it's not gonna work out. You need to give up on your dreams or whatever it might be, like you may have that same type of situation. And, you know, in, in that person's mind, it's because they love you. I'm doing air quotes, you obviously can't see me, but they love you. It's all out of love, and in reality, it's all out of selfishness. So you may have that two steps forward, one step back in your personal lives and your relationships, and it's it's important to kind of recognize that.
1: I mean, I think the big takeaway here is I'd like to think that most entrepreneurs have have that positive outlook and they're prepared to get this punched in the face. But I started thinking about other entrepreneurs that I know, and I do know quite a few that are fairly fairly negative, fairly pessimistic. And, and they're, still, they're still moving forward, but they just complained about the steps backwards, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just my hope that we can at least get someone to maybe get out of some depression. Because if, if, if all it takes is a little bit of optimism to start thinking in that and looking at, at these failures with curiosity and you know, how you could potentially make them better, and like, that could pull someone out, out of a depression and just being positive and, and, and seeing, hey, we have potential to win right here. If I just make a couple adjustments and then they get the win, now their, mind their mindset you know, starts to change a little bit as long as they don't fall back into the old mentality.
0: I think when you were talking there, it kind of just hit me like a ton of bricks. It's, it's really the mindset shift really is understanding that your setback is not a setback. It's actually a win. I think when, once you can understand that, that setbacks are not actually setbacks, they're they're wins then you can understand, then you almost get to the point of like, oh yeah, I can't wait to have a setback, right? Because now I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to get better and I'm going to move forward. So I think that's the, for me at least, that's the mindset shift in this whole philosophy of what we're talking about is uh, a, a loss or a setback is not a setback. It's actually a, a win or a learning opportunity, which is a win. For sure. Like maybe think about that book,
1: The Obstacle is the Way. You probably know the author. I don't remember the author, but The Obstacle is the Way. It's like when you see that failure, like that is, what, what is your, what's your problem is your gateway. It's the conduit to success. And so for me, two steps forward, one step back, you still have a stepping stone that is higher than you were before. And, and that's how I look at it. And I, again, I, I'm super bummed about the way the internet sees it, the world sees it. If it's on the internet like that through Wikipedia, it's a bad connotation. I'm like blown away by it. I'm I'm looking at it 100% different. I got stepping stones.
0: Well, one of the, one last way I want to talk about, Eric, is, you know... The, the easiest way to eliminate the, the number of setbacks is through mentorship or coaching, right? Or to find, to study what someone else has done. So I know when I first started my business, I was doing it on my own. I thought I knew everything. And, and you know, looking back now, 11 years later, I probably extended the misery by four or five years because I didn't get a mentor or coach early enough in my business, and I've had multiple coaches over the years, different aspects. Some are corporate America type coaches that helped with the, you know, the business side of it. And some were construction type coaches that helped more with the production side of it. I mean, there's all different aspects. But once I started really fully embracing that and, you know, looking for coaching like full-time, that's whenever I started getting big strides in my business because I was able to shortcut. You know, there's nothing wrong with learning from your mistakes, but if you can avoid the mistake altogether and still learn the same lesson, I mean, that's ultimately a much better outcome, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely for sure. I have a contractor buddy of mine that that
1: was doing. I don't want I don't want to call him out too much, but he was had that mindset. It's like, oh, I'll just learn from my mistakes. The best things I know are from my mistakes. I'm like, bro, you know, you're too old, you know, to try and. Advance this to where you want to advance it by learning from your mistakes. It could take you two decades. You know, you're already too old to do that. So, you know, get some coaching, talk to this person, let's get this handled, and then you can shortcut it and get there faster. I mean, that's that's my mantra for my business: is not only like going out and doing cool craftsman stuff but also sharing my experiences with the world who's interested in pawns to help shorten their learning curve. I want people to be more successful faster in, in my hobby, which is part of my business, right? So yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. It's that coaching element of it. And I just think about how I've hired coaches over the years. And sometimes you get a coach, they want the best for you, but they might not have the right techniques to really show you. I mean, if you remember back when you're school, some teachers you loved and and you just got everything they talked about, and other ones you just didn't gel with. So that can happen with coaching as well. And I think that's one of the unique things about what we do with our coaching program is that you know we have different personalities, different ways to teach. And I think you know the perspective that we get, rebounding and bouncing ideas off of each other, you know, allows for a, a wider audience to benefit from.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, even yesterday we were having a conversation with uh, our ambassadors and, you know, they, it wasn't a disagreement, but it was like, okay, we have, we're looking at this one specific topic from a different angle. You know, like there's different ways of looking at it. And so it was more of a discussion of what's the best way to approach this. And I think that's important, but you know, I don't honestly eric i don't care if they this is from my heart here i don't care if they come to our program or not i really don't care if it's us they need to find coaching whether it's us or someone else and you need to find someone that matches your personality matches your needs and is able to deliver the results you're looking for absolutely 100 percent agree with you on that you know it's
1: funny is because a lot of you know michael jordan had a coach you know it's like no one's better at basketball than michael jordan but he still had coaches from mindset coaches to athletic coaches to food and 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 health and wellness coaches like all the different uh, all those different aspects and that's why he was as great as he was so yeah this is a this is a really cool topic i think i'm where i want to be on it what about you
0: yep it's perfect man let's take take us out of here
1: Thank you so much for catching the podcast. We uh, enjoy like crazy getting on here and sharing some perspective with people. We love hearing about how the podcasts are affecting your business and inspiring you to do better things. Do, do the world a favor and share the podcast with some other contractors, help change their mindset, help change their views and approaches so we can all be better business uh, owners and uh, entrepreneurs. So thanks again. We'll catch you on the next one.